It's the Stinking Truth Podcast with your host, Mark Schlereth. Thanks to our presenting sponsors, Bet Rivers Sportsbook and Dude Wipes. Now, here's your host, Mark Schlereth. Hey, welcome into the Stinking Truth Podcast. Mark Schlereth alongside Mike Evans, Ben, Millennial Ben, producing the show. Want to thank uh, the great folks over at Bet Rivers. Bet with a winner, bet with Bet Rivers. They do such a great job over there at Bet Rivers. Love those guys. Check them out at betrivers.com. Download the app. Also, my guys over at uh, over at Dude Wipes. Uh, check those guys out as well. Love Dude Wipes. I don't go anywhere without them, Mike. You know that. Uh, Dude Wipes. Check them out at dudeproducts.com. Dudeproducts.com. Use the promo code STINK15. Get 15% off your order. Mike, how are you, buddy? I am good. I am good. I'm a lot better than... Uh... Sean McVay is doing right now. Good thing those uh, chunky commercials are doing so well. Because <laughs> do, you, uh, do you think the chunky commercials are doing that well? I, you know, I, I mean, like you, them. I like them. Yeah. Fries, come on. You know, it's good. I like that. I, I, li- I, I like I've McVay. Done, I've done some. You know, I've done back in my day. I've done some chunky you commercials. You did do some chunky, right? With uh, TD, right? Didn't you do some with Terrell Davis? Yeah, we did them in uh, Toronto. Yeah. We shot ter- uh, chunky commercials in Toronto. It was great. That yeah. wasn't his real mom, was it? No, 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 no. We didn't use the real mom. They don't use the real mom. They didn't use the real moms. Okay. But, um, but speaking of Sean McVay, what's yeah. happened? This team was just rolling along, seven and one. Mm-hmm. They make the Von Miller trade, which everybody applauded. And yet, since they added Vaughn, since they added OBJ, they haven't won. They've lost three in a row. Three in a row. And I, I tell you what, they're just out of sync. You know, sometimes, Mike, sometimes chemistry and role-playing is better than potential of superstars. Do you know what I mean? Like, understanding what your role is, understanding how to operate in that. I've always looked at the Rams as this illusion of spread offense. Look at us. Look at the way we're going to spread you out. Look at the way we're going to do, you know, it's going to be this this multiple run game. We're going to run it in three wides. We're going to be 98% of the time, we're going to be in 11, 11 personnel, which is three wides personnel. And then at the same time, they're going to cram it down your throat. And I think losing Robert Woods was huge for them. Their wide receiver coach, Eric Yarber, my former teammate at the University of Idaho, great coach called him, uh, he's the most complete. That's what they call him, the most complete. What would that be? TMC, the most complete. That's what his nickname is, TMC. You just gifted him that, right? No, 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 I think that's really his team. I think that's really his nickname. They do call him the most complete. Yeah, they call him TMC. Okay. And, And because he does everything, man, he can run the deep routes, he can run the over routes, he can run the underneath routes. He can, I mean, he'll catch it over the middle. He'll do the dirty work. He's an excellent blocker. You know, he'll, he'll at the front side, the back side. So, you know, he's just a complete football player. That He's not a wide receiver. He's a complete football player. And I get it that OBJ is, it's fun to think about, right? And he's dynamic and he caught a big touchdown over the top against the Packers. But there's something to be said for chemistry. There's something to be said for the guys who are willing to do the dirty work. There's something to be said for understanding what your role is and how you're going to be good. And, like, they're a team to me that showed you all that spread stuff and then just beat you up physically. And I don't feel the same about them. 
I don't feel like they're the same. And all of a sudden, you know, Von Miller off of one edge, and you got, you know, Aaron Donald neck-choking people. You see him, like, not get a penalty for for just absolutely going total Darth Vader? <laughs> right? I mean... I mean, you've just, been you've been choked by Darth Vader before. I have been choked yes, by have. Darth Vader in a uh, in one of the many many commercials I've done. <laughs> that, that's right. You're it's just so you're, many. You're so many commercials. But I, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're just not the same. I mean, here's the, a defense that should be should they be great and just giving up what they give up 36 to the 36 points to the Packers or something of that nature still time you think to figure it out and redevelop regel that chemistry or do you, do you think they're in trouble I think there's I think there's still time to figure out I mean you got to figure out what guys do you got to get guys uh what guys do well put those guys in positions to win um They've just been out of sync. I mean, they've just been out of sync offensively, defensively. I, yeah, I still think there's there's time. Sean McVay after the game said, "Hey, we still have. I mean, we still have a lot of. We we still got six games. But you know how this works. You play one of them, then you got five, and then you play another, and you got four. You know, your mastery of yes. math is just it. It blows me away on a daily basis. Oh, dude, I mean, you I, own math. Math sees you coming and just starts to cower. Right, it does. You, my, math knows it anytime I'll stuff it in a locker. I will just <laughs> stuff right. math right. right in the locker. Give it a wedgie. Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't scare me at all. Well, while Sean McVay carries a reputation to be a mastermind that, quite honestly, I don't think he's uh, earned yet, there is no doubt Bill Belichick is a mastermind. Oh. And could you argue that this might be his best coaching job ever? Oh, I don't I don't think there's any question you could argue that. I mean, you think about it. Think about when all of a sudden Cam Newton comes back to the league and he's gonna save the Carolina Panthers. I'm back. He got benched last week. For PJ Walker. Yeah, he's back to make room for PJ Walker right. on the bench. Yeah. I know might. That Walker, wasn't that oh no, that was JJ Walker. That was JJ Walker. Damn it. I love good times. So, so close. I love good times. <laughs> I good did times too. was great. I, did, I don't. Yeah, that's right. Good times was great. The Evans family. That's right. <laughs> that it, is right. That's right. They had a Michael, too, I think. Any relation? No. No? <laughs> huh, odd. Who knew? Yeah. Anyhow, P, I mean, he got benched for P.J. Walker. Now, remember that, that Cam was there in New England as the starting quarterback, right up until the time that, you know, he he missed time with what COVID or something. I think he missed. Was it COVID that he missed time with? Did he have a? I know he did the year before. Yeah, he did. And again during the uh, during training the, during training camp, opened and, the door for Mac Jones. Right, and then they went and they they did the scrimmage against the New York Giants, and at one point Mac Jones was like. He didn't. He didn't miss a completion. He like completed forty pl- like forty passes in a row or something, and they looked at it and go, uh, "Why are we not letting this kid be our quarterback?" And they just dumped Cam Newton, kicked him to the curb, and said, "Mac Jones, you're going to be the guy." And then they started working with him, and uh, and obviously, you know, Mac Jones has played exceptionally well, and 
Um, but they've done a great job of figuring out like what he's good at, what he can do, and his capacity, uh, his his thirst for knowledge, his capacity to run the entirety of the playbook, and and they're such a smart staff. And Bill Belichick demands so much of his players, but they have they have this kind of system. It, it goes back to Bill Parcells used to say this. Um, you're capable of winning every one of these things. We just got to figure out how. We got to figure out how to put our players in the best positions so that we can win these ball games. And you know, I mean, that's what that's what those guys have been able to do. That's what they do. But what's their ceiling? I, I've seen I'm seeing commentary from the national shows, talk shows about, hey, this is this is the best team in the AFC. This is the this is the team that could win the Super Bowl. Who would win? Brady versus the Patriots. Brady versus Belichick in the Super Bowl. Are they ready for that? Or come on now. They're what they're doing is maybe unexpected. And maybe the time that the Patriots were going to be down won't be as long as probably a lot of people around football America hope for. But still, they got a rookie quarterback. Right. Rookie quarterbacks don't traditionally take you deep, deep, deep into the playoffs, do they? Who's Not the last one you can think of? Well, I mean, let's face it. Brady was the four-string quarterback. Really never expected to play. In his second year. Four-string quarterback in his second year, right. Correct. But then he got the chance when Drew Bledsoe, Sternum got separated by Mo Lewis, and the rest is history. Right. And he was a, you know, I mean, he was, remember, he went out with an ankle injury, and Drew Bledsoe won the AFC Championship game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Drew Bledsoe thought he got his job back. Right. And Bill Belichick goes, yeah, slow down there, Drew. You might want to start brewing wine because we're going <laughs> in a different direction. And he went with with Brady back in the Super Bowl and, you know, turned out to be right. So, it, I mean, if there's one guy that you would say, hey, man, this is the guy that has a chance to do it, it's Bill Belichick. And let's face it, the AFC is kind of a mess right now. Tennessee is, you know, they've – that they're leaking oil bad right now. And Mike, I had a coach tell me, and you know, I, I, I mean, I meet with coaches every week, but I talk to a bunch of coaches, you know, and there's, there's guys that I have relationships with where I ask questions to, you know, like, Hey, explain what, what you guys are trying to do on whatever. I had a coach tell me, Hey, the Tennessee Titans aren't bullies. No, they're, they're not the most physical team. They, you know, they walk around with their chests puffed out. He goes, their running back was a bully. Their running back was the most physical guy. Mm-hmm. Their running back is like th- that's a different team without that running back. He's the one that made them the physical, you know, the physically dominant football team. He's the one that that essentially, um, you know, controlled the time of possession. He's the one that like that's the guy. They're they're not even close to the same team without that dude. So, and it and it seems to be they said this before the Tennessee Titans. Was losing games. This was weeks ago, after he got hurt. Seems to be, you know, it seems to be. Um, oh, I almost said prosthetic. No, but that's not the. I know where you're going. Go ahead. Yeah, that's, Go ahead. that prosthetic you got this. is when you, got you have this. to have something. Right. Yeah, it's almost prophylactic. No, 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 that's, no, no. no that's, it's almost, that's something uh, else entirely. Yeah, it's almost. <laughs> it's almost prophetic. There you go. <laughs> Third time's the charm. <laughs> Doesn't take me long, folks. That's why I'm a professional broadcaster. That's why people can't wait to listen to me. Baltimore is 
nobody Baltimore's got the best record right now. Speaking in the of League of Oil, right? But nobody looks at them as being a, a clear. I still think when it's all said and done, the dust is going to settle, and Kansas City is going to be sitting there on top of the division. You know, John Harbaugh told me that Lamar got COVID for the second time this summer, and he hasn't regained his strength. He is not. He hasn't regained his weight. He is like he's still struggling to try and figure it out. They've had so many injuries at the running back position. Um, I mean, they scrap hog. They guys that are just walking the streets become become you know the starting running back for the Baltimore Ravens and. Defensively, they're just not. They the, Matthew Judon went and signed with the Patriots. He's he been is, terrific. Oh, he's been unbelievable. They have just missed some guys. They go out and get uh, Josh Burns off. You know, I mean, walking the streets. He's been one of their best players. They're just not the same football team that you think. And they're still they're still finding a way to be eight and three. Some ugly wins. An ugly win over. Chicago, an ugly win over what last week? The Browns, um, they're they're leaking on like everybody. Buffalo has dropped yeah. some. T- AFC's wide a, open, right? They're wide open, so you know it's it's. It, it, I mean, sure, New England could do it. Yeah, you know what? Think about it. Who's playing better football? I I realize that Mac Jones is a rookie and he's squishy. These are two things that are undeniable. That's right. Rookie squishy. Squishy. He needs to go on one of the maybe intermittent fasting. My son is is actually a big Mac Jones fan. Loved him at Alabama. Uh-huh. He uh, ordered and got a sweatshirt that has Mac Jones' picture after winning the national championship at Alabama, holding the cigar, holding the with cigar. that big old boiler boiler going, which led us to dub him Squishy Mac. He'll right. always be Squishy Mac. Dude could become a ripped Adonis, and we're still going to call him Squishy Mac. I don't know that. Je- from a gene standpoint, they could he become an Adonis? I don't, I don't know. That. Maybe get introduced to the weight room a little bit more, but uh, do some sit-ups or something. Develop maybe a four-pack. Eh, I think it's more diet. Yeah, I'm going to say it's more <laughs> diet. More diet. Okay. Yeah, you shouldn't even go for a four. He should just go for a pack. Just a pack. Just, just a, a pack. pack. Hey, you know what? He's better off just keeping a pack of heaters. Yeah, in his, exactly. In his sleeve, right. right. Hey, work for Tom Brady. So, yeah. Right. And he All seems right. to be following the Tom Brady curve. Uh so that's the AFC. Over in the NFC, Seattle is a fascinating story to me now for, for a couple reasons. One, as they continue to lose, now 3-8, and eight, what does this mean for Russell Wilson's future? And how much now do these seismic changes in college football perhaps cause you to look at Pete Carroll a little differently? So when you got right. Lincoln Riley leaving for... USC, when you have Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame for LSU, and you see the contracts, Mel Tucker, Brian Kelly, we haven't got the numbers yet on Lincoln Riley, but everything. Brian Kelly, 10-year, $95 million million with incentives because the 95 just didn't quite get it done. Yes, because we need the incentives for you to really go out and earn that 95. Dude, by the way. (laughs) That 95. You know what? The incentive show, we're not really, really sold on you. So yeah. Uh, it, apparently, like all you doomsday predictors, all you doomsday, the NIL will ruin college. They just don't have the money. They don't have them. Fat cat's gonna fat cat. That's what I know. Fat cat's gonna make money. This is this is not a uh, 
you know, 5013C, college football. It's about big time money. That's why I always giggle, chuckle, guffaw when people talk about, well, it's the pageantry. It's, uh, brr, you know, whatever. It's the money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The NIL right now is not, uh, I mean, it's been devastating. Could you imagine what uh, Brian Kelly would have gotten from uh, LSU had there not been an NIL? <laughs> he'd have probably, instead of nine and a half million a year with incentives, he'd have probably gotten 12 million a year. But these damn kids, it's like Scooby Doo. It really is. It's like Scooby Doo. Well, we would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. You guys want to get paid. Ha! You idiots. What does it mean for Pete Carroll? Dude, if you're Notre Dame, do you not make a phone call to Pete? Uh, I think you have to, right? I mean, what he did at USC, the dynasty that he built at USC. Charismatic guy. Well-spoken. Right. Looks great on TV. Boosters would love him. Sure. He's got world championships, NFL championships. He's got collegiate championships. Come on. He did win a national championship at USC, didn't he? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it got vacated or not. Who knows, you know, with some of these championships. Right. But uh, no, he was, he was Heisman-ish trophy winner. So successful. But I just wonder he, if maybe. You, you picked up on that. Yeah. Heisman-ish yes, trophy winner. Heisman-ish. I, I just wonder if, you know, you 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 look at, at, at all these guys. It's always widely assumed that Urban Meyer can't wait to get out of Jacksonville. And get back to the college game, which I think has some merit. But what about Pete Carroll? What about Pete Carroll saying, you know what? I've had a good long run at Seattle. I'm ready for a new challenge. I, You know what? I just wouldn't discount it. I wouldn't either. With what's going on with Seattle right now. I wouldn't. Because they're facing either. a rebuild, aren't they? And they're going to have, and, and they've got some ownership issues going on. So they got to decide if if they are facing a rebuild. And when you're three and eight, you're you're on the way to doing that. How are you? What are you going to center and build that rebuild around? Who are you going to build it around? Yeah, and he did win. He did win a national championship. Um, he won six bowl games, a national championship game. I mean, he he was he elevated USC to be in the second biggest story in LA behind the Lakers. And then everybody knows Urban wants to go back to. that's a cheap shot. I'm just going to leave Low-hanging fruit. Yeah, just low-hanging fruit. Going to talk about the... Just leave it. Yeah, just, just leave it. it. Just, just leave it. Just leave it. Yeah, but... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, Seattle's an interesting... Gosh, they, I mean, they just look... Like, they have... The, it almost feels to me, Mike, that they have... You know, as as much as you, the the... Word out there is Russell Wilson, you know, was like, let Russ cook. And Russell Wilson wants, you know, new offensive coordinators and, you know, more modern. Pa- I don't know. more. I, who knows? Doesn't it just feel like you have acquiesced to what Russell wants and that team is awful? Like, I mean, they, I think they ran the ball about nine times on Monday night. I mean, it wasn't like Russell was bad. He was 20 of 31. You know, whatever yards he had, 200-plus yards. A couple touchdowns. He had two touchdowns, no picks. He wasn't bad. It just, 
it feels to me like you've kind of acquiesced to what he's wanted and your team is falling apart. So would that cause you to have second thoughts about if you are in facing a rebuild in Seattle, building that rebuild around Russell? I mean, he's, he's a great quarterback. Right. Well, they're I hard mean, to come by. Yeah, you would. I mean, you'd have to get. They they are hard to come by. Like if if you're picking, and this is just me. If you're picking between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, you're going to do everything you do to you, you can do to keep Russell Wilson, and you're going to say, "Hey, Pete, it's been a good run. You know, love you, man, but we got to stick with our quarterback." Mm-hmm. As opposed, to, like if you're picking one or the other. Kind of one of these things must go. Is it this or that? You're going to pick Russell Wilson every time. You know, Russell Wilson, I, I can't help but think back to the Super Bowl last year. He's at the stadium as Brady's doing his thing and winning a Super Bowl. And mm-hmm. the look on Wilson's face, it, it, just, it just struck me so vividly that, wow, this is a guy watching Tom Brady going, I want that. I want to have that kind of freedom. I'm ready for a new change. I'm ready to go somewhere else. I'm ready for a fresh start. And I'd love to be able to go to a place that not only I can pick where I want to go, but also have some serious say. I think he's got a bad case of Brady envy. Let me ask you this. How much do you think that has to do with his celebrity singing wife? You know, because his agent gave a list of places, right? It was like the Raiders. Well, they live in Vegas. You know, you could have a, a what do they call those, residencies mm-hmm. or whatever. Maybe do some, you know, lounge act on the side mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Maybe have a big stage or do some, you know, I don't, I really, listen, I'm not. You, I'm can, not, do, you can live in Denver and jet, jet out to Vegas in an hour and I, do your residency. Right, but they, Vegas was one. Chicago was the other, right? Yep. Who what was, New Orleans? I think New Orleans was on that list too, yeah. It'll be fascinating to see. I, it will be. It feels, I don't know, it just feels like we're entering a new phase of what these high-profile quarterbacks, what they want, what they can demand. Yeah. And I, I just believe that it was all started by by Brady. And and I think other quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. they want they want a similar type of a, a situation as well. I'll you, have what she's <laughs> having type of thing, right? <laughs> right, right. Although, you know, I mean... Seattle be a great place if you're if, if you're Sierra if you're married to a grunge band. If Russell was married to a grunge band, right, you're in the right place. Right, she's not a grunge band. She's not plaid. No, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. And they not, got a beautiful family. Yeah, I, I, and I don't know anything. I mean that I, that's just speculation. I mean she may not. She may love Seattle. She may love because she can do anything she wants to do. I mean, right, she's awesome. She's, right. Super famous, right? And it's not hard to get around and do your do do your thing wherever you want right. you ever want to do it. Um, we we look we'll, we'll look ahead later in the week to uh, the games coming up this this weekend. And Talk about how I'm just whipping your yeah backside. You're, you're starting to get a little separation here. I'm not happy about that. Yeah, in our yearly uh, picks. You know, I started off slow. Yeah, but you just kind of been consistently putting up two, two, and, and, one, two and one weeks. Three and oh, two and one. Yeah, just a lot of two and ones, and I'm answering with a lot of one and twos. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You're on the ones and twos. I'm on the ones and twos. <laughs> there you go. Good if you're a DJ. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Bad if you're picking game. <laughs> that's correct. That's correct. Touche. Touche.
Where are we at? Um, where do you want to go? Well, no. I mean, how much more time do we have? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we have got. Remember, you got to do your yeah. tag too. We've got about five minutes. Five minutes. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Three, two, and one. Hey, while we're on the subject of teams taking on water, <laughs> what's going on in Pittsburgh and oh. Dallas? Okay, two high-profile programs. Both were playing well a few weeks ago. Both look like they're they're leaking oil, especially yeah. the Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers are uh, Steelers are not good right now. <laughs> not good. And you know, Ben looks beat up. Ben looks old. Um, you know, I, it just is it. It's interesting to me. You know, they. They revamped their whole offensive line. They're young. It's not like they're not playing decent football. And Najee Harris is just an absolute beast. It it just feels it just feels like offensively there's there's something missing. It feels like they're not quite ready to commit to saying, "Hey Ben, like you just you're just gonna hand this thing off." You're like. And and I understand Ben can still throw it. I mean Ben is still he's he's still got those flashes in him, but it just feels to me like they're almost between two philosophical approaches. Appro- the approach of let's just be bullies, and the approach of yeah, but we gotta we gotta make sure that we're still you know partially spread offense. Let Ben dictate where he wants to go with the football it's it's almost like um you're torn between two systems torn between two systems feeling like a fool you know what was that song who's saying that loving both of you is breaking all the rules torn between two systems (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing i don't know I really don't. Just I'll look it up. Keep going. Okay. Torn between two lovers. Well, who sang Torn Between Two Lovers? Feeling was it let me guess. It wasn't Helen Reddy, was it? No. <sighs> Torn between two. Just keep talking about the Steelers. I'll get to it. Yeah, any but that that's just that's how I feel about where the Steelers are right now. I mean, they just took one to the chin. I haven't gone through and and you know, I You've seen some highlights, but I haven't gone through and and watched that game in its entirety. But Cincinnati, man, Cincinnati um, and Joe Burrow playing great football right now. So uh, that's that's just kind of where I feel like the Steelers are. And for and for the Cowboys, Mike, I mean, doesn't it just feel like the Cowboys like almost? It's almost as though they buy into their own baloney. They mm-hmm. buy into their America's team persona. They buy into the hype. They feel like the, the Cowboys feel like a team that, you know, is all about the sizzle and not about the steak. And you walk into a real fancy restaurant and, you know, I mean, they, they bring that plate of meat. You order like you order a like you order like a bone in ribeye, you know. And it comes out on this steam. You can't see it because it's steam. You're just sizzling, right? And it's and there's almost like the smoke. And you're like, oh, salivating. And then they set it down. And it's this little tiny miniature piece of meat with a tiny little bone on it. And you're like, 
wait a minute, I didn't order the lamb chop. <laughs> right. I, I ordered, I didn't order a sizzling lamb chop. I ordered a big honking steak. Yeah. that That's what the Dallas Cowboys feel like to me. They do. They do. They they strut around like a team that's accomplished everything, and and everyone's staring at them, going, "You you clowns! You haven't done anything, right? You know, stop stop strutting around like you own the place, and and actually do something." And and you're right. Um, we'll see how they respond because that was embarrassing. On I know they were shorthanded, uh, missing C.D. Lamb and. Mari Cooper, like, but I don't. I, like, I there's part of me that says I don't care. Oh no, I you're know. Playing the Raiders. No, and, and you're on, paying, yeah. in your home stadium yeah. on Thanksgiving. A Steeler, t- a Raider team that had lost three in a row, averaging about 13 points per game yeah. in those three losses. You allowed them to take you apart. Um, Mary McGregor, Mary McGregor, torn between two lovers. Yes, it was about a love triangle. Mm. They ran. They wrote some pretty saucy lyrics back in the day, <laughs> right? Love triangles back in the sixties and seventies. I'm, I'm sure it was totally on the up and up. Platonic. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> it was <laughs> very Puritan. Very Puritan. All right, um, man. So there you go. All right, for everybody involved in the Stink of Truth podcast, Mike, thank you so much. Yep. I am Mark, Millennial Ben, producing the show. want to thank our uh, presenting sponsors, great folks over at Bet Rivers, Bet Like a Man, Bet Bet Rivers. Uh, I tell you what, check them out, BetRivers.com. They are awesome. Also, Dude Ripe, speaking of man, you want your nethers to be clean. <laughs> All men want their nethers to be clean. Really you don't do, want to go we? itchy. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to go itchy. Uh, check them out, DudeWipes, DudeProducts.com. Use the promo code STINK15. Get 15% off all your Dude products. For Mike, I am Mark. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you.